On the cover, Midas stares in horror at his gangrenous hand where a lethal poison is racing through his veins towards his heart. Moonflower crouches next to him, desperately searching for something in her bandolier, while Stitch stretches out her hands, her eyes glowing softly. Behind them, KT and Southpaw sprint after a helicopter, being piloted by Electo, as he and Plasma Coil flee with the captured princess. Wonder World Comics proudly presents The Midnighters, Volume 4, A Slice of Life, Issue 4, The Bottom of the Ninth. Prepare yourself, dear reader, for another gripping tale of adventure, drama, and self-discovery. This is Wonder World Comics. Midas, uh, we open from your point of view. Mm. Everything is blurry. You can't focus on everything. Uh, things just seem kind of muffled and far away. You remember you were throwing down with plasma coil and then suddenly your hand is just like searing in agony as you remember being cut by Majira and you stare down at the gash in your palm. You see like the green poison slowly starting to creep through your veins as shadows form around the edges of your vision until the world fades into black. From somewhere far, far away, hidden deep within the darkness, you hear your mother whisper, I'll be waiting. So, when we last left our our heroes, KT had just rolled a six to defend Midas and pull as much poison out of the wound as they could. Um, There's three teams in the pool. How is everyone coming together to pull Midas back from the brink? As of the last episode... Sam had just heroically caught Stitch as she fell from the rafters, and she is a mess. Um, She's lost control of her powers in a terrible way, and she's just sobbing and crying into his uh, very charred jersey, just saying things like, I broke the stadium, and it it wasn't... uh, She she wouldn't tell me her name, Sam. She just... And she's just... She's having a moment. Yeah, um, it sounds like you are absolutely sharing a vulnerability or weakness with your oh, teammates. Yeah. As uh, tears are stitching their way down her face because she doesn't cry. They're stitched in like a periwinkle blue. Very, <laughs> it, it pops. Um, so for the newborn, when you share a vulnerability or weakness with someone, if their response helps you understand human feelings and problems, mark potential. If their response confuses or offends you, shift your freak up and your mundane down. The ball's in your court. As it were. Um, Southpaw looks down at Stitch just kind of, you know, coming apart at the seams. Uh, no pun intended. You don't mean that. <laughs> um, and... And... Uh, and look up to see, you know, Midas sort of racked by this clearly very serious, you know, wound. And, um, you know, without a great amount of conviction, you know, I, I think he wishes he could summon more. But he says, um, it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. That, that's all he's got. What, is, what does Sam's face look like on the page while he's saying that? Uh, jaw kind of sets and uh, a little bit of a, a quiver. 
little bit of a quiver, but he he he's clenched his jaw really tight, and then his his eyes his eyebrows furrow together. You know, I think that would absolutely help Stitch understand human emotion better. It, it certainly wouldn't offend or upset her in any way. Awesome. Um, yeah, she she can see that you know everyone's going through an intense moment right now, and yeah, she's she's in her feels and kind of experiencing tragedy firsthand for mm-hmm. the the first time. Yeah, kind of seeing that Southpaw's also feeling some feels, but you know, seeing him experience those, but also pushing forward and trying to reassure you. That's got to be very instructive and healthy, I think. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah, go ahead and mark potential. Um, Look at that. Eden, you and KT are over by Midas. How are you helping KT with this role? So the the one thing that I can think of is that Eden would have some knowledge of poisons generally, and perhaps specifically this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know if there's something Eden can say about the nature of the poison that would be helpful mm-hmm. to KT. Or yeah, or you might even have like a, you know, like a. Not necessarily an antidote, but something to like slow his like pulse or you know uh fight against some of the poison or keep it from spreading or something, or yeah, you know that's a great idea. There are also drawing salves. it's the substance that you can put on that helps just draw out poison a little bit. It's not like deeply effective, but it can definitely stem. I have it for bee stings and shit. Oh, that's cool. Huh? I mean, as an electrician, you get attacked by a lot of oh, angry winged inst- mm-hmm. insects. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. The bee is your natural enemy. I mean, I guess a bee was a terrible thing to say. I've never been stung by a bee. Wasps, hornets, yellow Wasp. jackets. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the mean ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't want to lump kindly bees in with those other assholes. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah, I think Eden is actually pretty effective in first aid mode. I don't, I mean, mm-hmm. this is first aid adjacent, at least. Oh, yeah. Well, definitely. And definitely I, mean, I, I think in the back of her head, she's also, like, not dismissed the idea of amputation. But um, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. now. <laughs> don't dismiss the thought, though, that she would, it would be a very handy tool in her arsenal to know, actually, uh, even advanced first aid. Because... If she were trained to be uh, an assassin, a lone, lone operative going looking for targets, she's going to have to know how to patch herself up in the yeah, event absolutely. of everything going to shit. Yeah, that's, that's totally something that's in your wheelhouse. Awesome. I mean, I bet I could, I mean, I know I'm unconscious at the moment, but I bet I could find like a sweet cyborg arm in the nightmare. <laughs> I mean, surely Suit's I mean, hand. can help you out with that, you know. Suit still has a hand, right? You know, oh, he's yeah. not losing yeah. his arm. I mean, that's true as well. <laughs> I don't really need an arm, guys. <laughs> You also, I think, have just made arms at different points. Like yeah, shadowy I mean, arms. Yeah. You have plenty of arms, you know. Yeah, it's all suit power, so I guess I don't really like need one. I just 
This is imagining table Eden. talk, guys. This is table talk. <laughs> no, see, I was imagining Eden had like casually mentioned amputation, and then this is just like Stitch and everyone else casually talking about it. Like, <laughs> Fine, yeah, this is the sitcom phone. moment where everyone has their different picture of what Midas is going to do with without a hand. I do not oh, understand yeah. why you do not simply remove your arm and wait for a new one to grow back when you mold <laughs> next time. <laughs> so on a seven and nine, uh, you keep them safe and also get to choose one. Add a team to the pool, take influence over someone you protect, or clear a condition. Oh, those are some. Those are some very good those options are all right tasty, now. Tasty options. I shall take influence over the righteous flame, Midas. Do you already have influence over him, or did you I do him? not? And then on a seven to nine, it costs you expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Uh, I do not believe that we have escalated enough, so let us take this into the lower atmosphere. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Um, so, infuriatingly, KT, you hear Majira's voice take over the comms, the click on the comms as she says, Tick-tock, tick-tock, little heroes. Make your decision fast. All you have to do is walk away and your friend gets to live. And I'll tell you where the antidote is. Lady Moonflower, they are after Princess Zoltanas and Turas. They do not care whether or not our teammates live or die. We need to make sure that Princess survives. I think, KT, you are... Do you have influence over Moonflower? They do. I do. Yeah, you are absolutely telling Moonflower... How the world works. I think you're definitely shifting your labels right there. Uh oh. What are you? What are you trying to to? What What are you trying to convey to Eden with this grim fact? The grim fact of the matter is, if there are hired assassins who are trying to assassinate a foreign dignitary on your native soil, we may have no choice but to lose a finger in order to save the hand. Ooh. I shall... I shall attempt to lower Moonflower's savior and rage her danger. I'm gonna gonna accept that one. Uh Uh-oh, Midas. (laughs) I do not believe... I do not believe I have the knowledge to cure him, but I think I can hold the poison in place what do you think of this whole situation, Midas? Am I like unconscious or am yeah, I? Yeah, you are um, coming back into consciousness now with your mother's words still ringing in your ears. Mm, as... so I'm, I'm a little fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I consciously uh, kind of use suit to sort of constrict my arm above the, the wound to kind of awesome. stop the flow of, of poisony stuff. So, so suit's kind of pulled back on my arm and constricting around it. What I'm going to have you do is, on your character sheet, draw a circle. Like, not like a gigantic one, but not like a tiny one. Just like a, a, Just like a regular circle. A regular, like a clock-sized circle. Perfect. And then divide it into quarters. 
And then in the top left quarter, draw a line that cuts that one in half. In the top left? Yeah, yeah. Just, yes, perfect. Just like that, down to the center. Cool. So what you've just made is a... That is a damn good circle. (laughs) Uh, What you've just made is a little countdown block. So uh, go ahead and fill in that first quadrant from like 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock right now because you have been poisoned. And every time you exert yourself or like take a hit or do something stressful or your heart rate gets too high, you're going to fill in another section of that countdown clock as the poison is racing towards your heart. And if you fill up all four segments of that, you will die. I shall remain calm. (laughs) (laughs) Eden's going to kind of pat him on the head and say, you'll start having some hallucinations as the poison progresses. You'll probably see some horrifying things, but you should be used to that. That part doesn't concern me. Yeah, that almost sounds like Eden's comforting and supporting right there. Yes. Uh, Concerning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, not not that she's doing it, but that I would have to roll for that Um, (laughs) with my negative four modifier. (laughs) (laughs) A broken home is a home nonetheless. (laughs) You comfort and support someone, roll plus mundane. Yep, yep, that's a four. That's about how I anticipated that going. Oh, there's only two teams in the pool right now. Uh, so the good news um, is that, Eden, you get to mark potential, which is great. On the other hand, uh, you didn't really hear her because the hallucinations were hitting you hard. But mm. you didn't hear that you would be hallucinating. And instead, you've just been hearing your mother's voice, like, whispering at you from the shadows and creeping into the back of your head. Does that make me lose time on my clock? Does it? I don't know. Does that make you very stressed? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it, it fills something in, but I think it's just uh, uh, for flavor. It's you not are, cool. Yeah, no, it didn't. It didn't help. And you were uh, you were. Kind of freaking out a little bit right yeah, now. Just a, just a little bit. Have I heard any of this discussion about possibly chopping my arm off? Um, maybe. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I'm going to ask you, how much of that did you hear? Should I just roll for it? <laughs> <laughs> you can be as much as you want. Assess the situation. <laughs> now, I may have been hallucinating, but... <laughs> but did someone say... Chop my arm off. <laughs> uh, I do not have any bladed materials at hand. However, I could probably remove it for you if you wish. Uh, is there a way we can avoid it? Like, a, what's what? What is this stuff? I don't think I've actually asked anybody that, or or I, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. So yeah, um, I kind of just getting up mm-hmm. off the floor here. Eden, you uh, remember your mother telling you that this was a proprietary blend of. Uh, paralytics and neurotoxins. Slow acting, but extremely lethal. Does Eden tell me that? (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think Eden is aware that she she doesn't want to, like, freak him out, so I think she just says it's just poison. Mm. Just does look a little freaked out, nonetheless. (laughs) There's a few nervous beads of sweat. 
Stitch and Southpaw. Stitch stands up and wipes the periwinkle blue tears, and they stitch themselves away somewhere else. And she says, wait, where's the princess? I think that uh, some of the, the the assassins got got away with her. Pretty sure. Uh, I think there was a, a pirate in a helicopter, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Although I have, you know, been hit on the head numerous times in the past couple of weeks. So I, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, I think I think that uh, I think that uh, we've lost track of her. Oh no! 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 That's that's not supposed to happen. It, it was the mission. And can I roll to assess the situation as Stitch frantically looks around? Oh, the absolutely. Go right ahead. Alrighty. Roll plus superior. That is a ten. A full Ooh. hit. Amazing. Okay, say fine. Do I have to use both of the questions right now? You do not. You can hang on to one of them. All right. I'm going to hang on to one of them and ask, what here can I use to locate the missing princess? Ooh. Um, so, uh, your super advanced magical cybernetic irises are able to uh, pick up on faint... I'm going to say disturbances uh, in the, uh, the in magical. The uh, <laughs> no, uh, you can pick up since latent, like, um, Oh, plasma coil is electrical. Maybe yeah, electromagnetic plasma... interference. Sure. Yes. Being a, a biomechanical robot, you're, you're able to sense that electrical interference in the air and you can sort of, uh, like oh. sniff out a trail sort of like, or, like a hammerhead shark. Yeah, or like like how birds can see magnetic fields. Totally. That would be cool. Something like that. Yes, but um, absolutely, you could totally use your um, your super senses to you you sense them blasting off like through the roof of the stadium and towards like a line of buildings across the street, heading towards okay. Old Town. So Stitch is going to snap her head turns towards Moonflower and say, you can handle things here, right? You said it's just poison. And she's just going to turn and run and leap and start getting her way up and out of the crumbled stadium towards the path without any other input. Oh, you're just running off, huh? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, she was given a mission and the newborn has very idyllic and set in stone mm -hmm, mentality mm -hmm. that totally makes sense absolutely everyone's gathered around midas graviton has said that they can still the poison and moonflower said it's you know it's just poison it's fine but th the princess is the mission so she's she's gone she's bolted southpaw how do you react to this i think uh i think southpaw is like uh i mean uh, definitely a bit bemused because you know, just like literally 30 seconds ago, Stitch was like bawling in his arms and then he like <laughs> set her down. And then five seconds later, she kind of just kind of, you know, just like was like, oh, I got to go, you know, and, and disappeared. <laughs> and so, um, you know, a bit of a whiplash uh, going along with that. Um, she has very fast processors. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. Uh, but um, and Sam doesn't always. Uh, but he, 
you know, he's sort of left with this blank feeling, but, and at which point, uh, Waldo comes up and, uh, he bends down and sort of pats Waldo's head and they go over to see what's going on with Midas and, uh, the poison situation. What, what do they find when they arrive? I mean, me, me laying at? there on the ground. I think, yeah, you've probably at? been mostly patched up at this point. Like, okay. you're no longer bleeding, but you're still definitely... Good. But you're you're conscious and awake. But not doing swell. Yep, yep. Not feeling super hot. I have a, a lack of swell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a little little disoriented. Got that... that uh, what, is it? What, what do they call that when that camera is like strapped to the person's chest in a, in a movie mm-hmm. and you just get that fisheye lens. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got that going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's where I'm at. Now, I, I don't know. Uh... Okay, so um, so Sam says, Midas, I gotta say, you don't look crazy, but you look a little unswell. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like it could be a country song. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if I if I sang, it would be a country cover of <laughs> what is that? Matchbox Twenty, Preacher, or uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's Matchbox Twenty, right? Yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm yeah, not crazy. It's I'm 20. just a little sweat, you know that. <laughs> but I then I, but you know but I just said unswell, you know, because I was trying to make a joke. I uh, am not familiar with that group. What is the name of them? Who are the ones that sing it? If I am not wrong, which I don't take my word for it, again, the head traumas. I think it's Matchbox <laughs> 20. I think it's Matchbox 20. Indeed. Let us keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, the point of all that was, Midas, I've, I've, uh, I've, seen, I've seen you look better. I guess I've also seen you look worse. So, you know, I don't know. I'm just trying to lighten the mood a little bit is all. That's what I do sometimes when I don't know what else to do. Yeah, you're pretty good at it. Cool. Okay, I'm glad. <laughs> um, is there anything me and Waldo can do? Can we, like, go get some, like, some, oh, you know, usually it's, like, hot towels or, like, water, you know, in a basin. Do we need anything of, the, of that nature? Or do we need, like, a, some king's foil or something from a like, special... <laughs> special something that uh, you know in, anything like that we can do we need to hunt down my mom okay i feel like i don't i don't feel like i can help with that but i don't know if you saw but stitch did just kind of spin herself straight out of the stadium and off in the direction that the helicopter went so i'm assuming she's i don't know maybe she'll run into her out there somewhere maybe we could ask her on her comms the last i recall in the lower stratosphere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I missed that. Oh, uh, we we left the locale, and then I might have left her. <laughs> so yeah, that seems like a whole other can of worms, you know. Like, a, you know, who who even knows what could be done about that. She's been falling for 30 minutes. <laughs> I feel like maybe I also should be assessing the situation. Um, you certainly could be. Um, 
I mean, I guess we'll try that. Yeah, go right ahead. We gotta do something. It's a seven. Ooh. Ooh. Excellent. Uh, So in seven to nine, you get to ask one. What here can I use to blank? What here is the biggest threat? What here is in the greatest danger? Who here is most vulnerable to me? How can we best end this quickly? Uh, Well, I kind of already have an idea where the party has moved to since I assume that's where Stitch is going. Um, So I think I might ask, what here can I use to get to the assassins slash princess quickly? I just feel like the problem is that we are not where the action is anymore. A couple options, I think. You do have uh, a couple teammates that can fly and one that can make portals. And uh, also there is a kind of down where the teams were kind of sitting on the bench. There's one of those little four wheelers that uh, they use to like haul players on and off the field. And you could like detach the trailer and just bust out of here on that after. I also still have head cannons, head cannon. I believe there is still a 152 millimeter tank round inside of it, chambered and ready to rock and roll. Awesome, awesome. That's a big bullet. He fired tank rounds. It's for tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure how I know that. <laughs> I would like to steal a car. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, fine. Yes, but what are we gonna do about you know? <laughs> I like you had like some I, I realized that we should superhero options and you're like I'm gonna take the nearest jalopy. <laughs> the um, the well, thing about those cards fly. the carts are made for someone who's injured, so we could put Midas on the back of one and keep him stationary. There you go. Be yeah, that sounds like a practical in. reason that isn't just me wanting to <laughs> it's just a good visual for yeah. him to be on the back yeah. of the the injury, you know, cart. Yeah, which is yeah. also like Eden can't fly herself. True, um, and she's not going to ask for help. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly not. Well, I think she's also concerned about like Midas being one of the flying people and not overexerting himself. True, um, probably not best for me to be flying. I, I do realize that we also brought our own car, but it, it's less nimble. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's bigger. Mm-hmm. It's probably like stuck in the parking traffic. Yeah, it's yeah. It's real bad at a game. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people are trying to leave right about now. Probably. I think mm-hmm. I think maybe. And also, yes, the Winnebago is not known for its agility. <laughs> no, she I I that's it's her getaway car. I think that's that's her name for it is the getaway car just because her parents raised her to always have a getaway have a car. car. Awesome, awesome. Um, but but we have a car we can steal, and it's like right there. And you know, mm-hmm. who even remembers where they parked at this point? I don't. <laughs> it was way out by all the tailgaters. Yeah, yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. So, what is your plan with this information? I, I I'm just I'm just grabbing it. You can drive those things on the field. Just driving it over. Okay, awesome. And she doesn't say this, but her expression is very, like, get in losers, we're going to stop an assassination. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. 
your uh, as everyone is piling in, uh, your mother's voice comes in through the headset and says, uh, "Careful, darling. If you don't call off your little friend here, I'll have to destroy the antidote. And if she keeps on being this persistent, your father might have to blow her head off." It was lovely meeting your friends, darling, but I'm sure you can always make more. That's some cold parents. Yeah, that's sick burn brought to you by Justin. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I may or may not have pitched that line earlier. (laughs) No, that's that's a good one. That uh. She is not wrong, however. Bernadette has told me you can make a new friend in as little as 36 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Eden's going to look at KT and say, do you want me to replace you? <laughs> I mean, if it allows you to reach your goals in a much more efficient manner, is that not the whole purpose of this? Eden's just going to kind of squint at KT and then (laughs) hit the gas. (laughs) They got places to be. Um, Awesome. Let's cut over to Stitch. How are you making your way across the rooftops on the comic panel and why does it look so goddamn cool? (laughs) All right. So as I'm cresting the stadium... We said there was a helicopter. Can Stitch see this helicopter across? Um, I mean, there was a helicopter on the cover of the comic. I don't know if you guys know that there's a helicopter, but you you're you're following this ion trail, and it leads you, um, yeah, across the street where you can see uh, some movement near a helicopter that is powering up and getting ready to take off. All right. So as Stitch sees this, it's uh like still like a couple blocks away. She's going to concentrate and center herself and say, okay, I've got this. I can do this. And I'm going to mark the angry condition. Ooh. And a mind of their own is going to activate. Ooh, what does um, that do? Stitch is an advanced magical bio android, but she does not have super speed or any particular movement abilities outside of her ability to shift as of yet um but this ability when you're or uh when you are faced with an obstacle or threat that your powers would not be able to deal with you may mark a condition to gain brand new abilities adapted to the situation you lose these new powers once the danger is gone so as she catches sight of the aura she knows is associated with plasma cannon she is going to launch into a full-on runner sprint. Um, but as she does, she starts to skip across the panels and the rooftops of the city um, from space to space. She is shifting and traveling, not physically, but through the ley lines of the city, um, magically tracing herself just as the needle flies pinpoint towards the location, and her body is just weaving its way through the magical pathways of the city and just every few feet or so she materializes only to you know magically zip back through the ether until she reaches plasma coil and she is she is mad she angry so uh you 
arrive uh, on this rooftop just as the skids are, like, leaving the rooftop. They are taking off right as your feet touch down. What do you do? Stitch runs over, wrenches open the door to the helicopter, and is the princess in there? She is, uh, but she is also uh, standing behind Electo, who has a pistol out and leveled at your face. All right. I think I'm going to use the other part of my assess the situation here and oh, that seems ask wise. what here is the biggest threat. Ooh. Sensing kind of the uh, the ion trails uh, that Plasma Coil has left in the ether, you see that she's up in the, the controls, pilot in the pilot seat. It's, it's taking off. And uh, you also notice a weird uh, sort of like high tech almost like so high tech it's might be considered magical uh augmentation attached to electo's pistol um electo's weapons are like highly modular and so he can take parts off and slap new parts on and reconfigure it into like a submachine gun or sniper rifle or shotgun or whatever he needs it to be um but this advanced uh little device is transforms his pistol into a disintegration pistol and it has it fires off a a beam that can dematerialize matter so that in particular is the greatest threat to your person right now good to know okay the comms crackle and stitches yelling out to her comrades okay i'm on the uh the rooftop of the parking garage at the corner of 9th and South Midtown. Uh, I, I can't handle this alone. Please get here fast. And she is going to... What is she going to do? Yeah, well, you think about that for a hot second, Sitch. Let's pop over and get Eden and the crew's reaction as they are tearing out of the stadium uh, on this four-wheeler with... Midas in the uh, the little medical trailer behind them. What does everyone look like? I shall turn to Moonflower and I shall exclaim, Lady Moonflower, I must go. My people need me. And I'm going to phase through the top of the Winnebago and fly as fast as I can towards that parking garage. South Pond uh moonflower how do you how do you react to this i think moonflower's not that concerned about it she's a little single-minded focus right now and also like the cart weighs less without kt presumably well (laughs) kt you never know but uh (laughs) (laughs) i am not sure if i was insulted just then I was just like thinking maybe that was a lot of people on, on this one cart and it's moving faster now, but I don't actually know that. Um my just driving. You do notice a sharp increase in the pain as it creeps its way up your elbow as KT flies off. Mm. It's no longer there to suppress the flow of the poison. I uh I, I I look at uh, Eden and just ask uh, about about how dangerous is this poison? Because I don't feel so good. A five. 
See, five, five's is not that even a, that bad. Is that like a five it's out of five stars? <laughs> no, 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 no. Five's not that bad. That's not bad. Five. That's easy. No big, no it's big deal. Five. It's a five. Yeah, it's five. Eden deliberately left off what the like scale for that. It's <laughs> <laughs> out of four. I was I was gonna say it's out, out of a three three scale. <laughs> and I think that uh, as this kind of chase is happening, and now that KT isn't actively suppressing that, we're gonna have you fill in another little mark of your, oh boy. your countdown clock. So you have three sections left. Waldo is on the back of the med cart, and he so. Um, or actually, I think is after KT leaves, um, then Waldo has room to like hop from the front seat to the back with Midas and to sort of, you know, Waldo's going to comfort and support. Or I don't know if that is not even necessarily the, the move, but, you know. Mm-hmm. But that is what Waldo is doing. He's being a good boy. Yeah, yeah. I, of course, pet the Waldo. Good. Yeah. That helps lower the, the stress. Mm-hmm. Perhaps yeah, just even yeah. a good paw shake. Yeah, yeah. That definitely lowers your blood pressure. Mm. Yeah. He nuzzles India. He puts his paws on. He's like, oh, yeah, it'll be, you know. He, Waldo's t- giving his, his best, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're getting these really kind of sweet, intimate panels of Midas and Waldo. <laughs> and in the background, it's just like all blurry as the card is screeching around corners and tilting wildly. There's things exploding. Um, Why are things exploding? <laughs> for dramatic effect. Yeah. Okay. I mean, the stadium's still partially falling down. You know. This issue was helped produced by Michael Bay. (laughs) (laughs) We got a really big budget this episode, so... Lens flares. Oh, so many lens flares. Coincidentally, Michael Bay was... Into a pirate. That's amazing. (laughs) Coincidentally, Michael Bay was filming across from the stadium, so there's... Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so many pyrotechnics set up, so... (laughs) Stitch, you are um, about to be shot by... Mr. Holloway, a.k.a. Electo, the best shot in the world, as this helicopter is flying above the street now uh, with the go- with the cart, like, screaming along behind it. Uh, he's, like, squeezing the trigger right now. What are you, you going to do? Reaching for the barrel. Ooh. What are you going to try and do? It's cartoony, but she's seen it in cartoons. She's going to try to bend the barrel of the gun backwards. Awesome. Um, I think you might be directly engaging a threat. Maybe. Absolutely. Like Why not? Yeah. I can do that. Let's see. I'm not afraid. So that is a seven. Awesome. On a hit, you trade blows, and on a seven to nine, you pick one. Resist or avoid their blows. Take something from them. Create an opportunity for your allies, or impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. Well, there's no chance that Stitch did not see how cool Moonflower looked, um, 007 style, running around with a gun. So she is going to reach out, and her threads are quick. And they just weave themselves um, around that gun very quickly and 
just yank it towards her. So you do this incredible- I am not resisting or avoiding the blows. Excellent. I That is wonderful. That is my favorite option. Um, so as you yank for the gun, there's a flash of light, and you look down, and you've got the gun in your hand, and you look down, and there is a smoldering hole through your thread structure where you have been shot. And I'm going to ask you to mark damaged. Wonderful. This has done significant harm. It has completely severed the thread in certain sections and obliterated it in others. I was going to say for for the readers or an editor's note, however you want to put it, this is catastrophic damage for Stitch, at least in the way that she weaves, because um, she has one contiguous thread. So now that is cut into like infinitesimal amounts of thread because of all the different ends that have now been created. So um, she's going to have some some issues maintaining herself and definitely not be able to shift nearly as fluidly from this point on. It's pretty harsh for a hit. It's a de- dematerialization pistol. <laughs> Sam, Southpaw over there, not even on the scene. That's too cruel. Be nicer. <laughs> well, that's rude. <laughs> I yeah no Southpaw didn't say that. I said that. I was like, Man, no, I know. I just now you just have to find a rematerialization pistol. There you yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say that is part of um, the damage condition. Um, I need time, external help, or special equipment or abilities to repair this condition. This is not a condition that is. Is repaired in any other way. Yeah, you can't. Besides you can't, special outside means. You can't pat Stitch on the shoulder and oh. tell her she did a good job to fix this <laughs> one. Take. Self, we will have to make a trip to Joanne's Fabrics. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to do anything with your new gun? <laughs> just out of so, curiosity. There's a panel of just pure shock as Stitch looks down at the smoldering hole in her. She hasn't experienced a whole lot of damage, but she was set on fire in Lincoln Park during the Zorn Zartan deal. Um, she's taken a few hits thus far, and even Sir Sinister stitching her apart in the theater, it didn't pierce her in any way. So there's there's definitely some shock, and, and then the anger registers, and she's going to point the gun at the uh, the propeller of the helicopter. And pull the trigger. Awesome! You break um, me, I break your toys. Two can play this game. Oh my god, I don't even know what to make you roll. I mean, you might just do it. I mean, I have a gun. <laughs> you do have a gun. Like, uh, the whole purpose is to keep them there. Stitch wants a fight now. So, uh, we get that, uh, we get the panel staring down the barrel of Stitch leveling the disintegration pistol and say, you break me, I'll break your toys. And then we the next panel is over the shoulder of the people in the, the cart looking up at the helicopter, and there's just this like blue pillar of light blasting up through the center of the rotors and just this trail of black smoke as the whole thing starts to go into a, a tailspin. And Eden is watching this and just says, oh, that gun. 
<laughs> Stitches got a gun. <laughs> I think what we've really learned from this arc is that the Midnighters are all very dangerous with a gun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They don't mess around. That's my main takeaway. <laughs> I feel like somewhere Mantis is sitting behind a series of like large, like Batman-esque like mm-hmm. uh, screens of the city just mm-hmm. shaking his head like, you know, I, I, I knew it. Don't give that I knew to these KT. kids don't were dangerous. Don't give that to KT. <laughs> I mean, Katie's already made it explicit that they wanted a gun. So, I mean, you you already brought it up, but that's that's the first thing Stitch is going to gift to her her best alien friend. Somewhere. Already has a cannon. They already has a tank. Tank. Yeah, they they do munitions. have they do have head cannons. Head cannons. No, mine's not any like actual contribution except to say I think also somewhere in Clockworks like trying to deconstruct how to prevent the Midnighters from going evil. There's, like, a few bullet points on, like, just trying to prevent them from ever acquiring guns like that. That seems like maybe it had a domino effect in his timeline. Time, clockwork goes cross-eyed and his nose bleeds, and he knows (laughs) not why. (laughs) Once every Midnighter starts carrying a pistol, that's when the darkest timeline happens. (laughs) Seriously. So, your friend Stitch, the princess you are supposed to be rescuing, and two deadly assassins are now crashing toward the rooftops in a flaming helicopter. What are you guys going to do? I feel like KT's turn to step to the plate. Do you tell them that? Yeah, so we we saw the helicopter, right? So I say... Mm -hmm. uh, Hey, KT, you saw that, right? The, the helicopter they were in is, appears to uh, be earthbound, as it were. Yeah, it sounds like you are provoking KT to take action. Uh, so go ahead and roll plus superior. Uh, that's not a good roll for me. <laughs> well, <laughs> shouldn't have told someone what to do then. Oh, snap. There's a four. It is a four. However, my last words, my last intentions to Lady Moonflower were to head towards uh, Stitch's location. I don't know how that modifies the situation. I think that provoked Bales because KT is gone. (laughs) Yeah, okay. KT, I need you to... Oh, you're not there. (laughs) Oh, right. Sorry, no. no, that's my bad. I guess we should be checking in with Oh, my stars and garters. <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> I think technically I'm rolling to defend. What about what about not technically? What are you doing on the page? <laughs> so, KT is going to fly towards helicopter that is in danger of becoming a meteorite. And they shall bend the entirety of the light spectrum around them. I am going to attempt to take Stitch and Princess Zoltana and phase them through the helicopter and away from immediate danger while the illusory light clones, or excuse me, Princess Zoltana and Lady Stitch go upwards. That is awesome. Yeah, that is definitely defending someone. Go ahead and roll plus save here. Mm-hmm. 
That is a six plus one plus three minus two. <laughs> we do have two team in the pool, and I think we are also coming together as a team against a dangerous foe. If we want to do that as well. Tell me where we ended <laughs> numerically. I, oh, yeah. what did you oh, yeah. get? I think that mass out to an eight. I wasn't following yeah, closely yeah, enough. Yeah. It, was, it was an eight. <laughs> I remember we got to 10 and then you said minus and I was like, uh oh. Plus four minus two. We have two team in the pool. If we want to get this up to a full success. Let's see the difference between. Or you are going to have to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation. Okay, so it sounds like, and I guess it's much cooler if the helicopter is in the air. In in my head cannon, uh, the helicopter was still on the ground when Stitch did this, but it's it's way cooler if she rips open the door as the helicopter's taking off, mm-hmm. has this whole encounter, and then fires it. That's not reckless at all. Um, that wasn't my original intention, but it's so much better for the newborn because she's just messy. Oh yeah. Um, it's, I it's, apologize. I apologize for the interruption, Lady Stitch. But technically, it is my head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. We'll come up with a name for this thing later. It's not important. I'm not sure how we have time for this discussion. <laughs> We're not yes. normal. We function is- very quickly. <laughs> okay, um, so in the effort to bring this up to a 10, um, Stitch um, reaches forward, her arms extending abnormally long, and she gently grabs the princess and pulls her towards her. And as she does, she notices how much larger the princess is than her and just kind of like looks awkwardly up to her for a second as she begins to stitch herself back to her normal size and says, you were supposed to be smaller (laughs) and just has a really confused look on her face. And she regains her, uh, she's been four, six this whole time. She's normally five, 10 and she has three conditions. She's currently five, four. I'm not sure how tall the princess is, but this is just all relative to, you know, Mm -hmm. the princess. The princess is a little bit of a Zaftig individual. And as as all this is happening, as she's reshifting, she she's shedding her her pink puffy dress, and she's going back to her normal uh, like knitted sweater uh, with a hood. Except now she has a pure black, almost yarn texture looking uh, domino mask stitched across her face. Amazing. All right, we still need one more one more piece of tea to get this up to a 10. It's a no for me, dog. I'm not moving. <laughs> can, can you remind me where this... So the helicopter is airbound, but like how far above like um, the rooftops is it? it is, is it within gun distance? It has <laughs> just taken off. Yeah, no, it was just above the rooftops and is rapidly descending. It kind of, I'm imagining, you know, going down a street and you're kind of driving along underneath it. I truly cannot think of a single way that South Park could do a single thing about this. I mean, 
when you add team to the pool, it can be anything like you guys can have a better perspective on the situation as you're driving up and as we're falling. That's true. So if there's yeah, any debris yeah. or yeah. anything that's happening, really. like you could shout a warning or something to us. Like it doesn't have to be you directly using your powers to like save us in the situation or anything. Yeah. Well, okay. So I, my, I feel like I just shouted a warning, and Michael said you're trying to provoke someone, and then now. <laughs> okay. No, no. You're totally right. You're totally right. Uh, yeah. Let's let let that can totally be your your team adding to the pool. That's that's perfect. It it, it all works out eventually. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. All right. I, Amazing. I appreciate it. So we get that. That brings us up to a full success. So you get to choose one from the following list. Add a team to the pool. Take influence over someone you protect or clear a condition. I'll clear that condition. I am no longer insecure. The brightest no star. no part thanks to the big gun, right, KT? It's, I feel so confident. <laughs> the brightest star in the immediate area flies upwards with Lady Stitch and Lady Princess Zoltana's Zentaurus, while the littlest space bandit and Lady Stitch and Princess Zoltana's Zentaurus go down towards the ground. If it is amenable to the crew, I, I see a beautiful uh, panel where it's us flanked uh, side by side by side, uh, arm over arm, kind of painted like, by over Alex each other's Ross. shoulders. Yes, mm -hmm. with uh, the princess in between us. And as we're coming down, you have head cannons, head cannon flanked mm -hmm. to your side. And I have yes. um, to be named giant disintegrating rifle uh, to the other side. And it's just a beautiful, like symmetrical shot. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to find a way to mount these to our shoulders. Yes. And uh, the helicopter you get them out just barely in time as the helicopter slams into the top of a, uh, I don't know, what should it be? I don't know. Friggin it's a liquor store. Yeah. It slams <laughs> into a liquor store and the whole thing just goes up in flames. <laughs> as, as you are kind of uh, limping back or carrying Princess Zaltana back to the group and looking like a pair of badasses, um, uh, Eden, you get a call over the radio that uh, says, uh, well, I just pushed the button that detonated the explosive I left in the locker next to the antidote. If you want to say goodbye to your friend, you've got about ten minutes. Do you really expect me to believe there was ever an antidote? I would like to know why she cares so much. Her target was Princess Altena's and Taurus. Is KT asking... Is, is that KT asking Eden, or is that KT Sawyer asking Michael? Or <laughs> a, a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. <laughs> um, well, if Eden can hear that, <laughs> um, say over the comms or whatever, uh, she'll just say she doesn't take well to failure. Actually, this is a uh, this is a question for the direct editor right now. Um, in all of this brouhaha, I have kind of completely forgotten whether or not KT has their communicator or if it is still in the control of Princess Zoltana's and Taurus at this point. Oh, that is a good point. I think you did leave it with her. So like, I guess she heard all of all of the last seven minutes of communication. 
and I guess she now knows that we were ready to sacrifice Midas Flame uh, in order to save her then. Your your mother says back to you, Eden, Oh, you know me, sweetheart. I always I always stay true to my word. Besides, Princess was never the target. Turn on the news. And then the line clicks dead. Fuck. And right as the line clicks dead, you hear an explosion off in the distance of the city. Apparently uh, this all works out because I, I think Eden was trying to she didn't roll for it, but pierce the mask. But that all, that roll would not have worked because it's a negative four modifier. <laughs> if you, I mean, if you do want to pierce the mask, that's totally an option. Like, if you're trying to like probe your 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 mom and see what she's like trying to plan, or you can. Totally I just think she kind of thought that her mom was lying about there ever being an antidote. Mm-hmm. Her parents are in the business of killing people, and antidotes don't do that. That is fair. So, uh, our comic ends with a shot of a live news broadcast, um, a helicopter shot around uh, City Hall where there's a plume of black smoke. And uh, the reporter is saying, uh, for those of you just turning, tuning in, there was an explosion at the European Security Summit. And I'm just getting word now that we can confirm King Siegfried Zimturis of Latvia and his wife, the Queen, have been killed in what appears to be an assassination. Wonder World Comics is an actual play podcast of Masks, A New Generation, by Brendan Conway. This issue was GM'd by Michael Dunham, who can be found on Twitter at Galvanic Man. Southpaw is played by Charlie Smiley, who can be found on Instagram at Big Sky Charlie. Moonflower is played by Kyra Nelson, who can be found on Twitter at Kyra M. Nelson. Graviton is played by Sawyer A. The Righteous Flame is played by Theodore Hampton, who can be found on his website at theohamptonphoto.com. Stitch is played by Justin Reed, who can be found on Twitter at www.comicsstitch. Wonderworld Comics is produced and edited by Michael Dunham. The music is from Dvorak Symphony No. 9. Do you have questions or comments? You can get a hold of us on Twitter at www.comicspodcast.com or send us an email at www.comicspodcast at gmail.com.